Welcome to FantasyDoctors.com. This is Dr. James. We're going to go over waiver wire pickups and drops for week six. This is now five weeks into the NFL season, so most of these pickups are just fill-ins for bye weeks to keep your team going. None of them are going to be, uh, you know, changing the dynamic of your team completely. If we go around the league, some guys that I think you should drop, New England, Stephen Ridley, I'd drop him this week. We have no idea what the running back situation is there. Danny Woodhead's going to come back, and Ben Jarvis Green, Elvis looked great this week. So I'm dropping him. Some other guys you might want to drop, New York Jets, Team Palacico. Please don't have them on your roster anymore. They're not doing anything, folks. That offense is horrible. I do still think you should hold out for Powell. I think he's going to be available towards the end of the season. And I believe he is going to be their best uh, option in the running game still. Pittsburgh Steelers, Isaac Redman. Pick him up if he's out there. I know he tweaked his hamstring a little bit this past week. He was uh, productive, not as well as I thought he would do. Jonathan Dwyer, who came in to uh, help him out. Had one big run for 79 yards, made his stats a little bit fatter than they are. Rashard Mendelhall will be back at some point here, but I think Isaac Redman's a good fill-in or a bench player to have no matter what, especially if you have 18 to 22-man rosters. It's being tricky to see what goes on in Cleveland with Pete and Hillis. This week, he, or today, actually, he came out and pretty much said that his agent told him not to play when he, quote-unquote, had strep throat. We'll see if there's some pride comes in there and the Browns decide to sit him uh, if that's the case, Hardesty will be the starting running back there. You look uh, at the Cincinnati Bengals. Please drop Cedric Benson now. 2.2 yards per carry. I don't think he's going to be the starter there too much longer. I'm looking for Bernard Scott or um, Brian Leonard to step up pretty big. I don't. I don't think Benson has the legs anymore to do what he used to be able to do. Houston Texans. I wouldn't have any other wide receivers on my team unless Andre Johnson was sitting there on the IR. They throw the ball a lot. You know, Matt Shaw threw for over 400 yards this past week, but you got to really look at it. He threw mainly to the tight ends and to the running backs, and that gets me into one point. James Casey, torn pectoral muscle out indefinitely, and if you're in a IDP lead, Mario Williams tore his pectoral in that uh, game as well. That's a little strange. From the Colts' perspective, you know, I hate to say it, but at this point I'm thinking you might want to drop Dallas Clark. Curtis Painter really only throws to one guy, and that guy's name is Pierre Garçon. Dallas Clark hasn't done much of anything so far this year, especially with Manny being out. And, you know, it's debatable at this point if you even start Reggie Wayne, if you have a better number three receiver that you could plug in there. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jason Hill, I'm not too high on him. I don't think you should pick him up. Um, you know, he had one big play, and it was a breakdown in defensive coverage by Cincinnati. It's not a guy that I'm looking to pick up whatsoever. Jared Cook and Damian Williams of the Tennessee Titans, two guys that are on your waiver wire you might want to really look at. Specifically, Jared Cook. He had 11, excuse me, nine targets in that game, four catches for 49 yards. Oakland Raiders, Darius Haywood Bay. If he's still out there and available, definitely get him. He's not going to have games like he had this past week all the time, but he is a good fill in as a number three receiver, and he will have games like this again, folks, and it, but it just will be inconsistent. And I hate to say this, Darius Moore, I'm dropping, folks. This is two weeks in a row he was unproductive. Maybe he's been figured out. I'm still really high on this kid. If you can save him and stash him on your bench, I would. But in all honesty, at this point, if you need a player, you got to get rid of more. Kansas City Chiefs, Jackie Battle, great game. They won with the hot hand. That doesn't mean he's going to be the hot hand next week. I'm really staying away from any of the running backs there in Kansas City. Thomas Jones and Dexter McCluster um, just don't do it for me. I guess if I was going to take anyone, I would take Battle. 
I'm a guy, though, that I do like, and Matt Castle's getting better as the weeks go on, but another guy I really like there, Steve Bresson, starting to get real rapport with Matt Castle. I think Steve Bresson is a great fantasy wide receiver fill-in going forward here. Denver, drop Kyle Orton, pick up Team Tebow. Simple as that. If Orton's on your team, you got to drop him. He's not starting. He's done. It's not going to see the field again. If anything, if Tim B. Tebow stinks, I'm expecting to see uh, you know, Brady Quinn there, who kind of got jumped over because he was the number two guy, but they wanted a number three running back, which was Tim Tebow. Tebow had great fantasy numbers last couple weeks of the year. I know it's garbage time. The guy can't really throw. But he may be able to make some plays and get some rushing touchdowns. And it might actually help some numbers for guys like Eric Decker and Brandon Lloyd more than you really would think. If we go over to the NFC, New York Giants, Victor Cruz, if he's there, get him. Great number one, uh, number three receiver on the New York Giants. I know he had some bonehead plays at the end of the last couple games. He's a great fill-in if you need a wide receiver fill-in. There's a guy on that team, Jack Bauer. Not too many people are talking about their tight end, filling in for or taking over for Kevin Boss. Touchdown in each of the last three games. I know he's not going to always do that, but he's a heck of a player. Um, I would pick him up if you need a tight end fill-in. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles drop C. Smith. He's done. He's not doing anything. He's number five on the depth chart. Jason Avon is a guy to pick up there. Uh, Washington Redskins, Dallas Cowboys, both coming off of bye weeks. Expect Dallas to get healthy, and I have no idea who to tell you is going to be the starting uh, running back in Washington. Of course, that's Mike Shanahan's team, and we never know what he's going to do out there. If we go to the uh, Central Division, Green Bay Packers. At this point, you want to drop Donald Driver. Not doing much at all. For the Lions, I hate to say they had a great preseason, but Nate Burleson, it's time to drop you. He hit the gauntlet, man. You haven't done anything for us at all this year. If we look at the Bears, Dane Schatzenbiker. If he's still available, pick him up. He's the only wide receiver really catching any balls out there. you got to get that guy. Atlanta, Carolina, I have nothing to say. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if you like me and you have Mike Williams and you drafted him in the third or fourth round, it's killing you this season. This guy hasn't done jack. I don't know what this is. I can't get open. He can't catch balls. I'm giving him two more weeks and I'm dumping him. Simple as that. Two more weeks. If after seven weeks he hasn't produced, let somebody else deal with that headache. Uh, also, LeGarrette Blunt. Guy hasn't done anything this season. Freeman's actually regressed. They're the worst 3-2 and two team I've ever seen in my life. They could easily be 1-4 and four at this point, or 2-3. and three. Then look on, I'm going to hold on LeGarrette Blunt for a couple more weeks, but he needs to start producing. I'm starting to really focus in more on Ernest Graham. One team that I find very intriguing this week is the Seattle Seahawks. Not only did Tavares Jackson have a game and a half that was fantastic until he got injured, Charlie Whitehurst did really well. They're, a guy that I want to pick back up if he's out there is Marshawn Lynch. I think he's. I think Seattle's starting to turn their corner a little bit. This is not a good NFL team, but they're much better than they were at the beginning of the season. And Mar Marshawn Lynch is a decent fill-in, I think, for a running back if you need one. And then two guys, Doug Baldwin, the rookie out of Stanford, is doing pretty well. He's still getting a lot of targets, catching a lot of balls. You know, he's a great fill-in wide receiver for you there. And then you have Ben Omadanu, who had a good game again for Seattle. Um, they're actually throwing to wide receivers out there, which some teams aren't doing. You know, if we look at the New Orleans Saints, I'm staying away from all their wide receivers because none of them are really producing. Devery Henderson has come back down to earth. Lance Moore and Marquise Colson, I think, are still somewhat injured. And Robert Meachin hasn't done anything. The best guys catching balls there are Darren Sproles and Jimmy Graham. That's it. So it's very confusing sometimes in the NFL. If you go to the uh, another guy I want to talk about for the St. Louis Rams, Mark Clayton, still keep an eye for him. I think he's your best receiver when he comes off the PUP list after week eight. 
Arizona, early due set, got 16 targets. He's been getting a lot of targets, had a big game. He's had two real huge games. This is the guy that I'm picking up to fill in if I need a wide receiver on bye week. And in fact, he might be my number one guy to pick up if I need somebody to fill in for a bye week. But I will tell you this, if you have Kevin Cobb on your team at this point, I think you need to drop him. This is, you know, the point in fantasy season, the waiver wire, with not any real what I consider major injuries last week. These are all guys that are just average. I mean, these are just fill-ins for bye weeks. You have them for a week, you dump them. None of these guys that I'm talking about here are going to make or break your fantasy season. The only one that might do that is Tim Tebow, and I'm not high on him as an NFL quarterback. Once there gets more tape out there of him, the improvisational stuff he does is not going to work. Big Ben does that in Pittsburgh, but there's a big difference. The guy's huger, the body could take a hit, and he has an accurate arm, all of which Timmy Tebow does not have. Well, this is Doc Harrison sign-off. Hopefully those tips help you going forward into this week. Talk to you later. Visit us on FantasyDoctors.com or on Twitter, FantasyDoctorsDRS on Twitter. See ya.